faster than expected. Abrupt climate change and the consequences for us and other living beings on our Earth. No one should be alone in the greatest challenge of our time. Thanks to Laura Upshaw for African Drum Dance on YouTube. Here's your host, Wolfgang Werminghausen. Welcome to the Faster Than Expected podcast. Everybody who is dealing with abrupt climate change leading to a climate catastrophe will stumble upon different emotions that may be summarized as grief. In this 14th episode, I'm honored to introduce a wonderful woman to you who dedicates her life to offer grief rituals, Azul Valerie Tomé. On her website Soland.org, she's writing about herself. I live in Devon, England, with blood from Lebanon and France in my veins, the mother of a young warrior man. I'm an earth artist and a ritualist. My work is infused by soul and beauty, informed by ancient earth wisdom, system thinking, ancient philosophies, as well as archetypal psychology. We could not talk about all her exuberant creative activities. Here we concentrate on her grief work that's so necessary these days. Please enjoy our conversation. Hello and welcome, Azul. I'm so thankful to have the opportunity to talk with you today. My main motivation to produce this podcast is As I said in the intro, nobody should be alone in the greatest challenge of our time. Grief work may have a similar core to connect people and, let's say, reconnect to nature. But before we will come to grief rituals, would you please tell us a little about your intricate path of life? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Wolfgang, and um, thank you for inviting me. Um, Really grateful we managed to do this interview. Uh, your question is, is <laughs> you, you a big could question. talk for hours, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have a few weeks to listen. To um, the intricate journey to my well, my life into grief work has to start from a personal story, of course, of of you know, immense challenge and trauma and shock that suddenly was finding a world that was also uh, in deep trauma and shock. So my own journey of healing has um, connected me to a very deep and massive pool of other people finding very difficult to be in our world, even though they didn't have personal trauma as far as they thought. So I was very interested in finding a way that was much more soulful, that used imagination, that used rituals, that used ceremonies and arts and uh, creating of beauty to heal uh, or to maybe not heal all the time, but at least to ease and um transform the isolation that this sort of experience um, can create, that we feel that our grief is only our own. Um, and actually, the more we meet 
the more we open spaces to witness each other and support each other and thank each other for sharing of their grief, the more connected we truly become. So that's a little bit of my, you know, uh, I think, I hope that's enough for now. Um, Yeah, thank you for asking. In March this year, I've published a podcast episode where I'm talking about my experiences in a grief ritual with Sobon Fuzume. I've participated in November 2016, some weeks before she died in her home village in Burkina Faso. On your website, soulland.org, written with one L, I'll uh, post the link in the show notes, um, I found this quote from, from Subonfu. Tears have a reason to be here. A tear is a prayer. It's also a way to say yes to life. It's the other side of joy. If you can't express your grief, you can't be genuinely happy. Tears enable us to be alive. What has been your way to find Subonfu and Francis Weller? And the gift of grief rituals. Mm, thank you. Um, and thank you for sharing your experience of, of oh, the ritual. That yes. was very precious for, for me and I think for many. Um, oh, each of your questions is so big and beautiful. Um, it connects to such a big web of experience. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, The short story of how I've met Subunfu and Francis Weller was very similar to my first answer is I was looking I was looking for a more beautiful way and um a way that connects connects us to a very deep time memory something that would make make me feel like I belong to something greater than the pathology because of depression. Or, And when I met them both, I was in a deep depression mm-hmm. and a very scary one for me because I wasn't very keen to stay in life. And because I couldn't find anywhere that spoke of my longing, of spoke uh, that fed my soul, that spoke about soul and So both of them, I met them at a very difficult time in my life where I had a very big breakdown and wasn't sure how much longer I could stay. And Subunfu offered this ritual. I didn't know. I left everything I was doing and arrived at her ritual. I really, in in England, about three years ago. Mm -hmm. And I arrived on my knees and exhausted And she spoke about, that sentence started my whole work about of grief and the grief composting circles. She said that in her village, they had a grief ritual every week yes. uh, for the well-being of their people, for the well-being of the land, for the well-being of all life. Or, or in the neighbor village the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, it, you know, those moments... What I say is that it it opened and awakened a very deep time memory, 
somehow my body, my, I don't know, I knew that we've always done this. And I knew that even though I'm a Lebanese French living in England and I was mm. not an African person, that I could be legitimate in bringing this and try it out, to try it out, to see like that if, whether in Devon, in the southwest of England, something like this would also awaken people's imagination and deep time bone memory. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I started offering them every month in the village hall. And we are two, two years later, they're full every month. Um, and Francis Weller, I was also in a very big bout of depression. And I saw one sentence. I looked, I was, you know, and I was so hungry for something. I wasn't sure what it was. And I listened to everyone that spoke about soul. And he was one of them. And he said, depression is when the soul refuses for you to go any further until you have expressed all your grief and sorrow. Oh, that's a great quote. Yes. And I, I memorized it. I have a terrible memory, but I memorized this one because I was like, oh, that's that's it. That's it. Grief is calling me. Grief mm. is calling me. And it's, she's like a lady to me. And she's she called me. She calls us, you know, to make meaning out of life somehow. So then, yeah, then there was a big, long, wonderful journey with Francis Weller, who became a mentor on my MA and Mm. He is now a friend and who we are developing a whole series of training together. So it's beautiful. And um, these are, yeah, these two very, very precious beings in my life right now. And even though Subunfu died, she is so present. And we just finished a training, our first grief composting training this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, passing on some of her teachings, uh, and she was she was there. She she's an ancestor now, and she's very very happy. I think for all of us to pass on her legacy uh, in mm-hmm. these troubled times, and um, very grateful. Yes, I'm <laughs> I'm thank so thankful that I had the opportunity to participate in in these two grief rituals with Subonfu. Um, now you, you are spreading this, uh, these, um, your experiences and maybe your, your call to, to grief rituals. You call it grief composting circles. You um, offer since end of 2015. And I, I think uh, Grief composting sounds funny and reminds me that humor and humus may have the same <laughs> word origin. I'm cu- curious how these circles are working. And and thank you for adding humor to grief composting. I haven't thought about it, but yes, human and humor and humus, yes, all the same. So um, the composting is very much part of the rituals, um, 
okay, how do I start that? So on the structure, the structure, let's start with that. It's a Sunday, it's every month, it's a whole afternoon where we hire the village hall and I have a black yurt uh, mm-hmm. that we set up and erect in the village hall um, that provide complete, complete, complete darkness. We don't do the whole ritual within that darkness. They, the people come and they welcome the village come really for a few hours and they are welcome through a, diff- a little ritual and then they're invited to sit around a communal altar that is on the ground and they sit in circle. Mm-hmm. They had, we asked them to bring a few objects to bring to the altar um, to represent their gratitude and their grief and sometimes something around the theme of what's happening in our world, uh, like recently all the attacks that happen in England, so something like that. Or It depends on what's happening in our world. And we start like this, and then at one moment I invite everyone to come to another altar that is inside the black yard. Mm-hmm. And... We close the door and we enter complete darkness for a while. And I take them through uh, a sort of a descent and an ascent um, where people are really welcome to share their grief. Sometimes I encourage them to go beyond the story and really allow themselves to to make sounds, to cry, to sing, to drum, to do whatever they feel they want to express, be witnessed by by each other. Mm-hmm. And then uh, slowly we come out, we come out of the dark, we come in the light again, and we rest and we sing, and now we, um, we have a little time to gather again as a village. And what struck me every time is how different within the four hours people are with each other they arrive they f- mostly don't know each other and they leave deep deeply connected with one another with the heart and with the care mm-hmm. that each person has for 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 their hearts actually for their own heart and um, there's a lot of gratitude in the room for not being alone so much anymore but also for meeting other people who care mm-hmm. about, and it can be sometimes personal grief, uh, or there can be the sorrow for our world, you know, the, our pain for our world, and how impossible it is to meet this alone. I think it would drive, and it does drive people crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to share that, to see that there's nothing defective about ourselves for feeling so much at this time. There's nothing isolated. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, it's a gift. And as Subun say, our grief is a gift to the ancestors. So we actually come and feed what has given us life in the first place. And I like to say that grief is a love letter to life, um, the greatest love letter to life. So this is some of our uh, 
yes, the the ritual. Um, there's many other things there, but mm. it's it's maybe another time. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you could uh, tell us a lot about <laughs> these and, uh, rituals. Yeah, and I want to bring just one more person that is also woven in the grief composting circle is Joanna Macy's work. Mm -hmm. So these three people, as well as what I bring with the grief composting and earth art, this is a lot. My work is a lot about making art as a ritual, as well. So we sometimes make things. Um, so Joanna Macy, her work has been the base really for many 15 years as an activist to just keep us a little bit sane mm -hmm. with what's going on. Yeah. Yes, and, and I think you, your work and your purpose is to, to bring it back to the community. Uh, like uh, Francis Weller told that people are traveling thousands of miles to come to his offered grief rituals. Maybe you can give me some hints how I or our listeners can can have a grief ritual not everybody has a black tent <laughs> and uh, easy can easily come to the town hall and things yeah. like that how how to to have a ritual in in the family or with some friends mm. yeah and i'm remembering francis right now being interviewed and um being asked the same question yes And I think I don't really need to turn it to change it that much. If I mean, there's two things I'm offering right now. Is yeah. there's a training? There's a training I've just started last weekend, and this is passing on the the teaching of all these amazing people, and also how to support ourselves if we're going to hold spaces for grief with the intensity, mm. the increasing intensity that's happening in our world and it's not going to stop as we know and it's probably going to increase so much so um, I've been now invited to come to different countries to provide the training for people, community leaders or practitioners, social workers people that are engaged in their community somehow and would like to hold these circles for their community so that's That's a practical way of doing it, and I'm really happy to move about and and pass on that knowing, that knowledge. And then as far as gathering in someone's home, and there's a beautiful ritual that Sabunfu and, uh, has passed on to some of us, mm -hmm. and I think Francis has it in his book uh, as well, The Wild Edge of Sorrow. And it's acknowledging, well, first of all, it's, acknowledging that we are really hurting and that our grief and that our heart is being tight and clogged and and maybe that we're not coping really by ourselves. I mean, there's something that needs to be acknowledged first. Say, are you hurting? Yes, I'm hurting. Oh, me too. Oh, well, mm -hmm. shall, we, shall we gather? You know, shall we gather? And then this practical level is a big bowl of water And a lot of stones around it. And there's a beautiful ritual of gathering water from maybe if you have a bit of a lake or a little river or canal or even tap water needs to be honored, of course, you know. Yes. So you fill the bowl of water 
And then the stones, each person hold the stone. I feel it right now as I'm talking. Mm. <laughs> hold the stone and offer their grief to the stone. Offer, offer the grief, offer the grief. And then as we are ready to offer that grief, we might want to name it and then place it into the water. And we go around one by one. So my grief is, my personal grief right now is, you know, the, the waters of our land, of our earth, you know. Mm. And, or, yeah. And then you place it in the water. It's so simple and yes. so powerful. I don't know if you've experienced that. No, I haven't. <laughs> and then after a while, what you see is all these little stones together in the same bowl of water. Mm. And the isolation disappears. The isolation breaks down. Suddenly you see that you're not alone. And that visual yes. is very powerful for the imagination. Because our imagination is withering. And I find that quite dangerous, that our imagination is weakening. But those, those images are really strengthening the imagination. And then what you can do together is you mm -hmm. pour the water somewhere and thank it for having helped us release our grief. Because the grief mm -hmm. is two main things. It's create a strong and beautiful and sacred and supported container. So our grief, which is water, a lot of the time, can be released. So these two things. Yeah, so that's what I would recommend. Oh, oh yes, that I, I can imagine this very good. Yeah. Um, sounds very beautiful and touching, and it seems quite easy to make this ritual. Thank you very much for... For your time, for your compassion, your, your energy and creativity. Yeah. And see you next time. <laughs> thank you, Wolfgang. Really, thank you for everything you're doing and bringing to our world. And um, for the lightness of your heart holding such a very powerful calling. Um, so thank you. And anything I can mm. do to support your work, please let me know. Um, and uh, yeah, we're in together. Yes, yes. Uh, I <laughs> feel feel like brother and sister. And <laughs> yes, absolutely. And maybe I can mention the website just as a support support for people. Y yes, please. Yeah, again, it's www.soulland. Yes, one L. <laughs> Soulland.org, and there's a lot of. Uh, interviews and videos and sharing of of processes and things that people can use and uh, also happy to yeah, yes we can have uh, links on in the show notes uh, yeah. on my website thank you thank very you much. have a beautiful day in germany bye bye bye, -bye. faster than expected thanks to laura upshaw for african drum dance on youtube If you like my podcast, please write a comment and give me a like on SoundCloud. You'll find a link and more information on my website xwer.de slash podcast. Take care.